0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rambling Redbeard Podcast. I am your host, Parker Suarez. Guess it's not about anything in particular. The problem is, I am a jack of all trades, master of none. So, I'm just going to talk about yeah, whatever is on my mind. Um, you know, I like a lot of many different things. Obviously, you know, I like movies, video games, I love uh, football, American football, not football. Or soccer, as we call it in the states, to everyone who calls it football, you're just wrong. It's soccer. Deal with it. And also, soccer sucks and is boring and lame. American football is way better. And I feel like many soccer players are a bunch of pussies. It doesn't help that they. Uh, it seems like a, so many. There are so many times if I'm watching a, uh, a soccer match where well in fact this happens in the nba this is also why i'm not a huge fan of basketball either is the flopping it's just it's so pathetic when you see these guys someone barely touches them and they fall as if they got shot just so that they can get a penalty and i can understand people coming in and saying well i mean that's a strategy they can get a penalty they can get a free kick or they can get a free throw and that's just more points for their team. But it, it, it's such a, for me, it's just such a wimpy and dishonorable way to try and get more points for your team. So I would rather just watch um, football where they where they tackle and hit each other. Um, I actually played football back in high school. I, I only count my sophomore year. I did play my senior year, but I don't count that year. Because I was just lazy, I I missed most of the summer practices. Um, I did go through hell week, but I only made it halfway through. I uh, faked being sick and just skipped the rest of it because I was a I was a little bitch uh, that year. So of course I didn't get a starting position, which I didn't I didn't deserve a starting position. When I played my sophomore year, I mean I was there. Uh, in the summer, we would do literally Monday to Friday, if I'm not, or Monday Wednesday Friday. It was one or the other, but we did workouts for essentially the whole summer. Um, I think it was sometime in what was it, late July or something, where we had to technically not work out. Well, how how we got around it was our coaches just weren't there. But we would still go in and lift weights and practice plays and do all that. It's just that the coaches weren't there. It was some weird regulation type thing. I don't I don't really know why, but that we that was that was that was a rule. And we and like I said, the way around it was as long as the coaches weren't there and we just showed up it didn't count as like an official practice. Again, I don't know, it was a weird rule. But I was there you know, every single day, working out, doing what I was supposed to. And that year, I voluntarily went to a military boot camp. It was called Reality Ranch. It was in the middle of the Arizona, literally the middle of the Arizona desert. The nearest town had to be two hours away. No joke, we were in the middle of freaking nowhere. And as I stated, I voluntarily went. I was not made to go there. And when I got there, I even found out that I was the only one who voluntarily went there. Because every other kid that was there, they were given the choice. Either for a lot of them, it was juvie or go to this <laughs> go to this military camp. Get yelled and screamed out to a bunch of PT etc etc and so of course many of them chose that or again they were bad kids and their parents made them go it i mean it was tough it was really hard because i mean again they run it like the military you wake up early in the morning you're doing pt push-ups sit-ups squats running constantly throughout the whole day but uh, you know it was still we would still do some fun stuff uh we we went to there's a trip where we went to flagstaff we hiked up this mountain which you know it was fun it was all of us just in a line walk going up this mountain and then afterwards we got to have chinese food now at this camp all the food that we're eating it's pre-packaged garbage like it was a lot of you know occasionally bologna sandwiches and fruit cups um i mean you know every once in a while have spaghetti uh, and things like that but again it wasn't anything like it wasn't fresh because again we're in the middle of the desert so it's a lot of pre-packaged stuff and i remember we were at the at the chinese restaurant it was a buffet so you know you can eat as much as you want but our stomachs weren't used to that food so me and like a bunch of us we all had to run to the bathroom and Oh my God, we shit our brains out. I think even they had to sh- <laughs> they had to shut down a couple of the bathrooms. Um, there. So that was fun. We also there was also a day where um, because where, where this place was located, if you walked, oh, uh, it had to be a couple miles. It was just sort of uh, not very deep, but you know, maybe twenty feet down a uh, canyon. And we did uh, paintball. We did a little paintball tournament. Uh, my team, we 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 got our butts kicked, but it was fun nonetheless. And we also had uh, like these camp games. So we were broken off into two. Uh, what is it? Two, not squads because that's the, the bigger version of that. But two, basically two factions. It was the tarantulas and the scorpions. I was a part of the scorpions. And then also within the and within that we also had squads of like ten of us, and we each had our own sergeant, and you know we would we would do PT together, we would do different activities together, we would do classes together, we would march together, but we would have a competition between it was between the scorpions and the tarantulas, and it was a bunch of different events. You know you had a, a event where you know you and you've seen the, the the videos of it, the Marines do it and then the Army they do it where you wear a bunch of pads and you have the padded sticks and you, you know, you're hitting each other and you would get points if you actually, you know, hit someone in the chest, hit someone in the head, um, was one of them. Um, the only other one I can remember was the one that I also participated in that I was chosen was I remember we had this big round pit where a lot of times we would, you know, we would sit, sit in a circle. Uh, it'd be sort of like a fireside type situation and yeah I wish I knew exactly how big it was but I mean it was a good size and we had to hold sandbags in both both of our hands and you know just and walk around this long circle and but holy crap it was one these sandbags are heavy and it even when you make a lap it feels like you did three laps it was just oh my gosh it was crazy and I uh I think I maybe went around four or five times, and I remember that initially we won, which means we w- we won the entire games. Um, but then one of the sergeants brought up; I guess he was saying, I think he claimed how one of uh one of the guys that on our team that did it may have wrapped the sandbags, you know, like the loose. Uh, part of the bag around his hand so he had a better grip and they claimed, well that's cheating so we had to do it again and uh, but that time we lost and so the tarantula, they they won but it didn't matter because at that point it was towards the last week of camp and I was there, we were there for six weeks, which you know, it was a long Long time. And at that time, I was 15 years old. And that was the longest I've ever been away from my parents and my family. And our only way of communicating back with our family was was sending letters. And of course, they always... Our letters always came... Uh, they always came like a week or two later. They were always late. Because of course... Uh, you know, what a shock. The... The sergeants, they were reading our letters. And there was one time, uh, one of my buddies, he wrote this letter back home. And the commandant, you know, the head dude, the head honcho, the guy who runs the whole thing. He he, he, he brought him forward. We're, this is all in the, uh, the chow hall where we're all having lunch. And he's reading this letter just you know straight up embarrassing this kid but you know and the kid wrote in the letter how he was basically telling off his parents like well when i get back um you know i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that so i can i could see where the commandant was coming from sort of you know confronting him about this like dude you're dude you're being you're just being a brat what the hell is your problem but the fact that he did in front of all of us, I mean, and of course, the, the dude, I mean, the dude was in tears. um, And, you know, we didn't, but we didn't say anything because that could have been any one of us. And that definitely, we all, uh, and obviously that showed us, okay, they're reading our letters, and, you know, we definitely can't be talking shit because they're gonna see it they're gonna find out and they're gonna they're gonna they're not gonna just you know pull us aside and talk to us individually nope they're just gonna wait till we're all together and just embarrass us in front of everybody um, but it, but even besides some of that stuff, um, it was a—I uh, mean, granted there were, you know, we, you know, we, you know, there were times where kids got in fights. I mean, come on. It's a, a lot of, a lot of us were, they were just a bunch of juvenile delinquents. So of course, you know, there's going to be fights, uh, you know, yelling at each other. But according to the commandant and the other sergeants, we were the best, uh, like the best group of kids that they had. And, you know, th- some stuff went down. Like I said, there you know there were some a couple of fights here or there, um, you know some arguments that would happen, and again some kids who would just you know not listen, and and then of course if one kid is screwing up, the whole platoon is punished. But like the 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 kids that were there before us, the there was a lot more. There was fighting constantly. They were constantly fighting each other. Being the you know just beating the living hell out of each other, um, it was way more chaotic when they were when they were telling us about yeah the previous tr- uh, platoon that was there. <laughs> I couldn't even believe it when they were telling me the stories. I'm just like, oh my, wow! I cannot believe, I can't believe all that. That's insanity. But you know that's some of the stuff that they deal with, and uh, I mean I I of course learned. I learned a lot going there. I obviously I learned discipline, um, learned to take personal responsibility, learned definitely learn how to how to <laughs> properly exercise and do different push-ups and sit-ups and etc. Um, yeah, to push myself beyond what I think is my limit and to just be respectful. To everybody, because again, I think what that really taught me is that for for all of us that were there, yeah, we had our disagreements. I, you know, there were definitely guys we didn't like each other, but we all were in the same. We're you know, all of us are here. We're all here. We all have these guys screaming and yelling at us, and and again, we better do what they say, or it's just going to be worse for us, and not just us. everybody's going to get punished, and believe me. The, you know, the guy who's, who's just being lazy and not doing, not doing anything is going to get his ass kicked. Just like in the actual military. That definitely happened a couple times where, oh God, there was this, I remember there was this one kid. Oh, I don't know why, but one particular day, and I guess I can kind of understand from his perspective, I guess he just had it. He was done. And so he just, he, he didn't do anything. He, he didn't do the push-ups. He didn't do anything. And we got, what do they call it? A uh, shark attack is what they called it, where it was just nonstop PT, like to the point where you're just, you're, you just collapse. Um, not, not, not as if of dehydration or anything like that, just from exhaustion. You're just like, you're trying to do push-ups and you just fall on your face. You're just, you're just, you're done. You absolutely have nothing else in you. But that was the point, is to work you so hard to the point of just pure exhaustion. And uh, I do remember hearing about, I didn't, I wasn't there because this kid, he was in the tarantula. So they had their own barracks, so they would sleep in a different part. So I, I don't, I didn't see anything, but. That kid guy's ass kicked. I now now that I'm reminiscing about it, I I don't think I don't think it was he came out. With, I'm trying to remember if he might have had a black eye, or maybe like I I think his shirt was ripped. But you know you saw him and you knew um, the uh, the other dudes in, in his in there in the platoon they 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 fought, they just kicked his ass. They definitely pushed him around, punched him a few times, just let him know, like, hey, <laughs> you better, you better not be lazy, all right? You you better, you gotta, you know, you gotta do. Look, we're all in this together. You do the push-ups, you do the sit-ups. I don't give a shit if you're tired, if you're exhausted, you're gonna fucking do it. And he never, after that. He, he just like the rest of us, he did, you know, he did his best. He, he did the push-ups when he was supposed to. You know, they would like hold, have us hold up uh, planks for, you know, what felt like an eternity. But he did it all. Um, and I have no idea if, well, for one, I don't even remember. I don't know who did it. I don't even know if they got in trouble. They could have. It, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, again, if the sergeant just made them do a bunch of PT um, as punishment. But I mean that was an experience. It really was. For me, what I loved about the experience after was I lost 20, 30 pounds for the first time in my life. I was uh because I'm 5'11. I At the time, I think I was at 220 or down to like 210. But it was the skinniest I've ever been in my entire life. I've dealt with weight issues uh, most of my life. I've always been fat. But after that, I was freaking cut and I was tan. Like I was literally tall, dark, and handsome. (laughs) Um, And it's so funny when I show people pictures of me... From that time, there's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it! You actually look Hispanic," because um, I'm half Cuban, but I, I'm you know I'm, I'm freaking as white as 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 can be. So yeah, I'm I'm not, I'm not shocked when people don't believe that I'm Hispanic. I get it. It's like, yeah, hey, I'm super white. I don't really speak a lot of Spanish, so yeah, I don't I I, I get it. But at that time, I. Well, I looked good, and I actually look like when I said I was Hispanic, people believed me because I was freaking tan. Because uh, at the at the at the camp, the because uh, we would wear uh you know workout clothes, and it was like the short shorts, <laughs> you know they're like way up the thigh, obviously right below where our our nuts are, and sleeveless shirts. So, you know, we got full body tans. Of course, we wore sunscreen. But we had to because it was the middle of the Arizona desert. But even then, you know, well, um, a lot of us tan- got pretty tan. Well, there was one dude. I mean, he was just... He was so white. He was clear. Um, well, actually, no, that's not... Well, just he was so white, he might as well have been a beacon in a lighthouse. Um, cuz I mean, just from far away, you could just see, you could just see him. Um that but again, I'm lucky that I'm part of, I'm half Hispanic cuz I I have the ability to tan. So I had that going for me. But man, that was uh, that was quite a 6 weeks. Um, during that time, we it was always at the... After dinner, we would have sort of a Bible... Like a little Bible talk. We would um, read particular Bible verses. Um, discuss it and talk about it. I was always very into uh, theology with Christianity. So I, I, I've, I've read the Bible... Uh, multiple times from Genesis down to Revelation. And at a certain point, I got the nickname, the Bible guy, because I think because with my knowledge of, of the Bible, it, it you know, it shot, uh, all of the guys were shocked. They're, you know, they're just like, man, this dude really, really knows his stuff. And because I, I was so passionate about uh, my relationship with God and, and uh, my belief and I, 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 have a, I have a really good ability to speak, just to speak from the heart. And that definitely really impressed everybody. And So yeah, I was just known as the Bible guy. And thankfully, you know, everybody was cool with me. I didn't really have any enemies. Don't get me wrong, I had guys I couldn't stand and I didn't like. There was this one guy, I think his name was Michael. I could be wrong. But he this he was just an antagonist. He was such he was just kind of a dickhole. I I really didn't appreciate how he would. There were certain guys he would bully. Um. I remember there was this one kid. You know he, you know he was a, he was chubby. He was fat. But it's like I mean I was fat. Other guy, other guys were fat. But you know he would go after this kid. I remember he would call him McDonald's. That that was the the name that he would call him. And I just, I mean, for me, I just don't like bullies in general. I was bullied when I was in uh, elementary school. So that's why I didn't like him. He he never messed with me, but I think it helped that, you know, I, I mean, he was a bit taller than I was, but I was, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm 5'11". I'm a bit bulkier. And he was, you know, he was a skinny guy. Not as, he wasn't weak, but, um, and I don't, I mean, I'm talking smack, you know, uh, Oh, geez, how many <laughs> over 10, you know, 15 years later, I, I, you know, I can't say I could have taken him on, but, you know, I, I, but that's the thing. I think he knew this particular kid, he could make fun of him, and, you know, probably nothing would happen. Um, I, I don't and I don't know if if, uh, if he gave him a reason really you know again I think maybe he could have just you know given off sort of a I'm weak vibe and maybe I didn't uh, but also I but even with that kid I was taller than that kid was and also before and before that I was working out I was doing you know uh, we were doing weight training we were doing bench presses for football doing squats. With the bar, free weights, um, you know the whole nine yards. I was doing that for a month and a half, so I was already like kind of strong after uh, that boot camp. I was way stronger. I was able to hold a a three-point stance for uh, for like up to two minutes, maybe three minutes, uh, from all the freaking push-ups and and squats that we did. (laughs) Um, I, I definitely got really strong. So maybe that's what it was. That's why I'd like to think that it was, is that he could tell with me like, mm, this guy could actually kick my ass. So I won't mess with him. Um, and again, but also again, I never gave I, I I never gave anybody a reason to to not like me because again, I would trust, uh, like I just am in my life in general. I would just be nice to people. Uh, that was always my philosophy is to always just be nice. Be nice be respectful. And that was, that's just how I was. And I, I know because I'm pretty sure that that was a big factor because of that. That's why no one messed with me. Because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't talk. I, I would never talk. Uh, I would never talk shit to anybody that i am never, that was never my thing. And that's something I always hated uh, when I played football and I was an offensive lineman. I, well, I did play both offensive and defensive lineman because I went to a small private school, and we barely had enough players <laughs> to have a team. So we had to play both offensive defense. But we were so conditioned, it was no problem for us to play offensive defense for four quarters. Like we were able to do it, uh, no problem. But what always annoyed me is if I'm, I'm I'm lined up, and you know the the defensive lineman is talking smack. I I just always hated that. And I I never say anything back because what I do is I don't talk smack. I'm just going to prove to you with my ability. And I remember one game. Now, at this time, I was living in Southern California in an area called Ventura County. It's right next to Los Angeles County. So it, it, I'd say about mm, uh, north uh, west, yeah, northwest of Los Angeles County, and right and south of Santa Barbara County. Just, just, you know, you can look it up on a map, and you'll and you'll find it. That's where I used. That's where I live, and I mean that's basically where I grew up most of my life. And we were playing a school. Like I said, I went to a small private school. So we we were playing against another private school that was in Ventura. Um, I can't even remember the name of the school. But uh, one of my, but one of the, my buddies on my team, Anthony, he he actually used to go to that school. And but apparently, I didn't even know this. Is their school and our school? We were rivals. And I rem- and that was literally the first, and I've been I've gone to this school since eighth grade. So I've been there at least a couple years at this time. And I've never even heard of this other school. So I, you know, I didn't really care. It's just like, why are why are we rivals? What happened? I can't even remember the story. So who it's who knows? I'm sure something happened, someone from what school talked smack. Got into a fight, whatever, and then it's like, oh, we're rivals. And so, and I remember, uh, I'm lined up against this guy, and he, you know, he's he's just chirping, he's just chirping the whole time. I don't say anything, but you know, I'm block, I'm blocking him, I'm doing my job, and I, there was one particular play. I believe it was actually, you know, it was just a running play. We're just going to hand it, you know, hand it off to the running back. And he was supposed to run through uh, my through uh, because I was left guard. So I don't know that's a A gap, B gap, but he's supposed to go run through my gap. So I got to obviously I I got to push. I got to push the defender in front of me uh, out open to open the hole. And he's talking smack. He's talking smack. And the quarterback snaps the ball. And I hit this dude and I pancaked him. I freaking dropped him on the floor. And of course, I get back up and I'm sprinting down the field, you know, making sure I can get more blocks to my running back. Um, but thankfully, he, you know, he ran it all the way and we got a touchdown. That game, we freaking killed them. It was, uh, I know we were up two, three scores above them. We freaking just stomped them. But I remember after right after that play that dude wasn't saying shit the rest of the game he didn't say anything and you know that just that for me that was for me was such an accomplishment is because uh, i just can't stand shit talkers i just can't and i don't respect them because most of the time they they aren't as good as they say they are. Again, there you every once in a while, like a I would say a Floyd Mayweather, uh, Deion Sanders. But again, like it's there aren't a lot of go, a lot of smack talkers out there who are as good as you know as the the smack that they talk. Again, it's there are more guys who are just humble and just just play the game or or you know whatever sport they're doing that. Are just MVP level amazing players, as opposed to the guys who just talk smack the entire time. Um, again, I could be wrong. I'm just talking. I'm just talking off the top of my head, but that's just how I I view it. But I, I just don't I don't respect guys like that. I just don't because again, if if you're good at what you do, you don't have to say anything. You just prove it with your ability. And that was my that was my philosophy, especially when I played football. Is look, I'm not I'm not gonna say I'm not talking going to talk smack. I'm just going to play and I'm just going to prove to you how good I am. And yeah, during that game and there might have been one or two others. I I was able to prove I just just with just playing the best I could, I was able to just prove them wrong and have them shut up and we won the game. But it is uh it is kind of nuts just thinking about Think about the past, I've, uh, I'm 30 now and, you know, I know it's a huge sort of, uh, it, it, hell it's like an industry nostalgia, you know, just thinking about the past and all oh, the past. is So great. The past is so amazing. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, you know, I had a good life. I, you know, I've done a lot of a lot of things. I'm very fortunate. Uh, I mean, I've definitely gone through some some uh, some some bad times, like anybody has. So I don't uh, necessarily look at my past necessarily. I, cannot, I well, I, I acknowledge that there are definitely times where I look at things through rose-colored glasses, and so I love to make sure to confirm with other people who are there what happened so that I can confirm that my memories are correct. Um, Because I always wanna make, I'd rather be correct than believe a potential uh, falsification of events or a lie. Um, That's just the kind of person that I am for myself. Yeah, it's like, I'd rather be honest. I'd rather, uh, yeah, believe in something that's true than a comforting lie. So as you can already see, with this podcast you know I'm just gonna talk about whatever is on my mind um, I you know I have a lot of different interests but nothing that I'm a full-blown expert in because I'm interested in so many different things so you know I, I just want this to be where people can come in and they can listen and, and hopefully they can they can relate or especially they can try and learn something or if and if I hopefully I can I can also be entertaining and give people a laugh um, or even again, just, you know, give them a a different, maybe a different perspective on, on certain things that they've never, that they never thought about. I mean, I'm not looking at it as anything uh, grandiose or anything like that. Um, I feel like one of the reasons that I want to do a podcast is so that I don't, talk someone's ear off because I could just talk for God for two hours straight about whatever, about whatever. And I would like to save people in my life, the, uh, chore of, of, of listening to me and, and the random crazy thoughts that I might have I think it'd be better just to like just 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 record myself talk and then give people the option to listen if they want to. Um, it, <laughs> it, it, my family knows it about me. People, I uh, my friends know that about me that. Ugh, I just I can freaking I can just I could t- I could absolutely talk someone's head off, and it is something I'm working on. Um, thankfully, with age, it has gotten better, but I feel like this doing something like this would be a better just uh, again <laughs> just to save them from the just to save them from some you know the the just uh the 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 you know all the data of whatever it is i'm talking about that they might just store in their head you know they can just they can have a break they can just you know hang out every once in a while hey how's it going how you doing etc cetera, etc cetera. um but not have me go on and ramble about God knows what. That's why I felt like rambling. I had to put ramble in the title because I could ramble. I initially thought about doing, saying it as ranting. But uh, again, just with age, getting older. It's like, I don't really necessarily. Because I, I not necessarily that ranting can be negative. But for me, it turns. It can turn uh, very negative. So... I felt like rambling is more appropriate. Um, not as if not as if I won't ever discuss uh, certain things that might be negative or th- yeah, negative things I've gone through in my life because I've have dealt with uh, depression, dealt with anxiety, have dealt with uh, suicidal I ID ideation. Ide- God, that's a hard word to say. Um, and even having to. Uh, check myself into a mental hospital on three separate occasions, just so, so that I would not go through with that. Um, that I will definitely discuss more in in further detail on a different episode. I'm just mentioning I'm just mentioning it mentioning it here. Uh, but you know, I kind of don't want to get into that at this point in time. I, I'd rather just talk about that later. But I, I since I did speak about foot, obviously football quite a bit through this episode. Um My, like the team that I follow are the Philadelphia Eagles. That is my team. And a lot of people wonder, wait, you're not from Philly and you've never even been there. Why are you an Eagles fan? Well, part of it is uh the school I went to, we were the Eagles. And, you know, I played football and I looked into the, the, f- The Eagles at the time, and that was back when they had they had like Donovan McNabb. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, they had uh, what is it, Sproles, running back. You know they uh, they had uh, they had a really great team. That was when they uh, went to the Super Bowl the first time they went to the Super Bowl against the Patriots. They lost that time. That was the early mid 2000s. Um, but I've been a fan ever since then. And even through all the you know mediocre seasons to the Ugh the the freaking Chip Kelly era, which ugh that hot pile of garbage, then winning the Super Bowl, ha Patriots. Um you know, I I've, I've even even yeah, I I've always stuck with the team, you <laughs> know. Even with last season where the NFC East was a dumpster fire of a division. Like I'm not even mad that the Eagles didn't make didn't make the playoffs. Um I'm not. It's it we were hot garbage. We were pretty bad or I'm sorry, they the team was pretty bad. <laughs> we're pretty just hot garbage with a lot of injuries and Carson Wentz just uh, you know not doing too great. The fact that now, the fact that he lasted without getting injured through the season was a miracle. That was a miracle. Now, Jalen Hurts, I mean he's a rookie, but you know, he's definitely got promise. Um, I just I you know I, I hope they can develop him well and they don't ruin him. I, I do wish Carson Wentz luck with the Colts. You know, I I I hope uh he has a good season with them. Um, I don't have any issue with uh, with most other teams except the Cowboys. I hate the Cowboys. I hate them so much. They're garbage. They're terrible. <laughs> I as, as long as I'm alive, they are not allowed to win a Super Bowl. Ever. Once I'm dead, then they can win a Super Bowl. While I'm alive, no. Which is why I am so glad they have they have uh, Mike McCarthy as their coach because he's like just a mediocre coach, and I honestly think the only reason that uh, with the Packers that he won a Super Bowl was because he had Aaron Rodgers, who's an amazing core, and, and again he had the just the best team at that time, both on offense and defense. Like, like it, it, they were just gonna win. It was like with the uh, with the Broncos when they had Peyton Manning and Adam Gase was the. Uh, the the quarterback coach, but you don't. That's the thing. You don't have to coach Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is one of the greatest quarterbacks out there, and is a football genius. I mean, again, he he would literally just call every play. It didn't matter what the coach would what the coach would call. He would just look at the defense and go like, "Nah, nope, we're doing this." So yeah, so you you didn't have, you you didn't need to coach Peyton. Sure. I mean, obviously he, he would, he knew the playbook. So of course he obviously knew the playbook, but because of, but, but again, he, because he was so good. That's why the coaches would, didn't mind that he would audible a lot. Um, because, again, he could just stare at a defense and he knows exactly what's going on, exactly what they're going to do. And, again, he knows exactly what play he's going to need a call to be able to beat, you know, whether it's, man, you know, man man coverage, whether it's zone, it's anything. So, you know, because, but because Adam Gase was there, he got the credit as if that, oh, he's an amazing coach and he and Peyton Manning gave him a... It's like... Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Peyton was just doing that because just because he's a nice guy. I don't think it... I, I, I'm really wondering if you actually pressed him. Like, what do you... Do you think Adam Gase is a good coach? What he would say. I would like to assume he would say, no, he's terrible. I, but also, we had the last... Not only his tenure with the Dolphins, but especially with the Jets. He is incompetent he is terrible he is such a terrible coach and when uh Jets fans were 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 talking about you know of course they were uh, even me even like anyone who's a fan of football was like to the Jets fire this guy why won't you fire Adam Gase and a lot of Jets fans are saying the Jets don't do that. They don't fire coaches in the middle of the season like the Texans when they fired Bill O'Brien, uh, like the Falcons when they fired uh, whatever his name <laughs> whatever his name was. I don't even remember. Um, I, I think that was yeah. I think it was just those two coaches of the Falcons. Oh no, wait. I think it was the Falcons. It was the Texans. Did the Jaguars? Did they was that did they do that then or was that the end of the season? I can't remember, but but anyway, they would always talk about the Jets organization, they do not fire coaches in the middle of the season. They wait till the end of the season and then they fire him. And thankfully. They at least did that. They at least did the minimum, the bare minimum of it. Just wait till the season ended and be like, Adam, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you you are hot garbage. But thank you for sucking enough for us to get at least get uh what is it they got? Zach Zach Wilson, whatever the hell. The, the quarterback they got from BYU I don't remember his name. And also they got uh, the defensive the defensive coach for the Niners who, you know, he's a great coach. I, I think he might do pretty well. Uh, the Jaguars got Urban Meyer. We will see how that goes because he was a college coach and this is his first time as a uh, head coach in the NFL. I mean, Chip, Chip Kelly. Same thing with him. And then he crashed and burned. So we'll see how Urban Meyer does. Um I am glad that the Eagles fired Doug Peterson. I honestly I could just just with the the last season watching I'm just like this this is his last season. I, I, this is his last season. If they keep him after this season like I will completely lose my mind cuz I could just tell he well for what his game planning and play calling was terrible. The fact that they just constantly would go for it on fourth down, they would constantly go for two pointers instead of just kicking the freaking field goal. Uh, and you know, it, it, it was obvious that the relationship between him and Carson was just deteriorating. And again, his play calling was just, just, ugh, it was just terrible. It, oh, yeah, it was his time to go. So we'll, we'll, you know, we'll see how they do. This season, of course, I'm going to be rooting for them. They're my team. Again, for better or for worse, they're my team. And any time the Cowboys lose, it's a great day for me. It is a great day when the Cowboys lose, and I get to go. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God, I, I hate the Cowboys so freaking much. Oh. Well, for anyone who has been able to sit through this entire thing, thank you so much for checking out this podcast. Um, What's going to be on the next episode, I really couldn't tell you. Although I guess since I said earlier, uh, mentioning my mental health, maybe I'll just talk about that. I'll get into that. But thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I appreciate it. Even if it's just one person listens to it, you're awesome. I love you, pl- pl- platonically. I mean, I mean, unless you're only unless you're a woman, then uh, yo, what's up? How you doing, girl? How you with? What uh, what's going on? Where are you at? Are you in Tennessee? And uh, can I get your number? Maybe. But. Either way, you guys have, a, and you guys and gals have a wonderful day. Be be better today than you were yesterday.